Afterlife is an explicit podcast not suitable for all viewers. Please check the episode description for more details. Welcome back to Afterlife, a TTRPG podcast where four strings are flung into the infinite domain. I couldn't remember the intro from the last one. That's going to be awkward. Uh, my name is Brennan Gifford. I am your lead DM. Accompanying here with me, Brett Benner, my co-DM. Hi, I'm Brett. Hi, Hi Brett. Hi, Brett. I am Raven Reed. I play Ariana Wren, the bard elf. My fun fact of the day is Ariana absolutely hates flowers, especially roses. She just throws them away at this point if she gets them. But why? Your your favorite were lilac, right? Yes. No. <laughs> that was my lilac. color. Favorite color. Got it. What do, how does she feel about lilacs? I don't know. I don't think she's ever been given those. What's the weirdest flower she's been given? Probably an orchid. It's an odd That's choice. That's pretty Orchids usual. Orchids are weird. Orchids are gorgeous. What kind of orchid? Guys. Hello, my name is McCandless Harrison. I play Fendalto Pendleton, and Fen's favorite insult that he's ever gotten is that he looks like he'd drop common loot. <laughs> That's... <laughs> wow. That's a statement. Yep. That's something. Who said that to him? Uh, his older fuck, brother. I was about to say, what fucking nerd? His, his older brother said that he looked like he'd drop common loot, and he didn't know what that meant, but it really hurt, and then he found out what it meant, and it hurt way more. <laughs> Gaming has been normalized. What do you mean, what a nerd? I, you're right, I guess. <laughs> I'm still... Trying to think of your name. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same smart-ass comment. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit, right? Hi, I'm Aaron Rash. I play Ophelia Afton, the high elf phantom rogue. And her fun fact of the day is her celebrity crush growing up was Evan Peters. Why I was thinking so long on it is because I'm trying to think of specifically which American Horror Story character. He also was Quicksilver in oh, the new X-Men. One. Oh, that guy. Quicksilver yeah, in X-Men? No. The, the first X-Men first class? Really? It's oh, either okay. uh, second season. I can't think of his name for some reason. It wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer? Isn't that who he played to? Yeah, that's he actually, did play yeah. that. But that's actually she fell in love. <laughs> she saw him point the machete to the TV uh, screen and she was like, that's my... That's the one? That's, that's the one. That's the guy. Wait, I thought... Those glasses. I thought that was like... It was just a knife. It was a kitchen knife, not a machete. I'm sorry. No, not, th- not that. <laughs> I know I'm the blade <laughs> no, that's guy. that's such that, a cane I, thing <laughs> to ask. <laughs> no, I thought that was uh, Ross Sims who played... Ross Lynch played a younger version of jeffrey Dahmer. okay yeah but there is a recent netflix adaptation got it okay thanks yeah it's second season that would be her favorite my name is tyler waddell and i play the human blood hunter lucas gray fun fact about lucas prior to his death he was wanting to be a veterinarian not that he'd ever have to work, but he just <laughs> just wanted to do it out of the love of the game, you know? Oh, just thought it would be fun. Yeah, it was a casual like was a that, hobby. Sorry to ask, but was that prior to him meeting Valor or no. after? After. Okay, makes sense then. Yeah. All right, my name is Ivan, and I exclusively drop legendary loot. I love this. I love this whole <laughs> new segment that we're doing right now. <laughs> I want Ivan to legitimately become the coolest guy that's ever been cool. Oh, yeah? That's, uh, that means is Ivan's that Jesus. Oof. There's a button for that. Oh, pow. <laughs> Today's God fact is going to be about Icaril. And it, going off of what Ariana said, it is also going to be a flower fact. Mm. And Icaril enjoys gardening. However, he cannot tell the difference between peonies and marigolds. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot am i right i love your life it's <laughs> great huh why huh why 
He, he just doesn't. He just can't tell them apart. I thought that was a gardening joke, and I was just like, <laughs> that's so funny. I don't no, know it's like flower types. like an obscure types. meme reference. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an obscure meme reference and also a reference to a really old fucking movie. Yeah, that's been memed. It's an obscure meme. I think Brett sometimes thinks the audience is like one of his close friends that has been by him all his life. <laughs> and it's like, they'll get it. They'll get it. Don't worry about I it. No, it's faith. how you find them. I ha- yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I have faith. My people will find us. <laughs> we'll find the promised land. <laughs> Land of this is their Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a hot take. Psst, strangers. Hey, did you know that we had premium content? Yeah. yeah. One of the perks we have is a Discord where you can post fan art and interact with hosts of the podcast, parentheses, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> so, shit, really, what else do we have? Premium content like ad-free episodes, various miniseries, and After Party where we talk about the podcast and go off on ridiculous tangents, a.k.a. Brennan. You, go. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I'm just shocked. <laughs> where is that on the script? Okay, well, where does my money go? Not to charity. Ow. Uh, it helps us grow and continue to put out content you love. Not to mention, you could give us questions for After Party. Where do you go for that? Well, if you want to support us and help us grow, go to patreon.com slash afterlifepod. It's got to be like $14.99 for like all that. And plus, you guys probably raise your prices like Netflix, right? Um, You know, first tier is only $5 a month. And you guys don't raise your prices? Eight, that's less than my Pornhub premium subscription, so I'm in. Ah! So I type the P. No, no, no. Don't look at my screen. Don't look at my screen. So that's P. It'll autofill. Okay. Patreon.com slash afterlife. Okay. I see you guys. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to continue with my porn on premium description and I maybe get that. Equally as good. <laughs> Equally as good. Oh, shit. Anybody, any requests on the last time on afterlife? Kermit the Frog. I don't think I have a Kermit the Frog. What voices do you have? Yoda. I'm about out. Curious George. What the yeah, voice does George sound like? I'll go for Yoda. How does he talk? Very backwards. On Afterlife last time. Hmm. On I'm... Afterlife last time. Yeah, that was bad, but we'll run that it. Was <laughs> that was pretty decent. Was bad. That wasn't that okay. bad. I've never seen Star Wars. Afterlife on <laughs> last time. <laughs> but All right, last time on Afterlife, we left off with our strangers being flung into what seemingly they thought was the uh, fifth dimension and then back out to the Matron of Wisdom's domain. Our party was split with Lucas and Ophelia going on an adventure and then Finn and Ariana also going on another adventure they then pull out of that adventure to wake up in a destroyed mindscape room with the mindscape ball blown to bits from the red surge of energy that lucas's uh, newly found power has came from they were then sent to the hospital put in the helomatic and we are going to fast forward one week from then what we were knocked out yeah it took oh, you guys oh, okay. i thought we were just like no no no, no. you guys were Comed. Yeah, comatose there for a second. And you guys were placed in the helomatic for a week. So we fast forward a week into the future with you guys being ejected out of the helomatic with Lieutenant Dan there to give you guys a cleanomatic. And I'm sorry, I just want a quick pause right here. You guys need to understand what I'm talking <laughs> about because it's really bugging me that you don't, no one knows the reference. So. <laughs> oh my God. Validate Brett, everybody, yes. please. Oh, dirty bitch! Look what you've done to my peonies! Silly queen, they're not even peonies! They're marigolds! Why do I know this? God, I think she's right. They are marigolds. I may not know my flowers, but I know a bitch when I see one! I've seen, yes, I've seen that. I may not know my flowers. <laughs> I'm gonna need to start using that. It's such a good one, and I thought 
more people knew the reference, but apparently not. So I had forgotten. I've never seen that out. before, but I that's so I funny. I have seen that. Anyway, Cleanomatic. Yep. Oh, I love so we, Lucas is the first person that pops out of the Helomatic, and Dan comes up to Lucas and he goes like, "What did you guys do?" While he's saying this, he hands you the Cleanomatic. Huh. Lucas describes Cleanomatic. He's like, "Where, where am I?" You guys are in the hospital. Once you guys went in to see Mikey with your new red energy. It overloaded the system. And I mean the entire system. Basically, what, what's been happening here at, at the resistance base is uh, we've been trying to do damage control. The red energy has been pulsating to our other communication systems around the capital. We know it's not your guys' fault. You guys don't even know what this is. Where are the others? Are they alive? As you say that, they all are now being ejected out of the helomatic. <sighs> mm. I'm wet. My head fucking hurts. Um, are you done with that? As he points towards the clean matic Oh, he, almost. Okay. Okay, now I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> are we in, what is this, a hospital? Yes. L'hôpital, as we say in my country. Where are you from again? Pennsylvania. <laughs> God. Das Krankenhaus. Wow, long time no see, guys. Uh, yeah. Been a while. I'll take I that. guess we blew up the system. I'm sorry, one more time? Is this, is this a we thing, or is this you and your red thing? Uh, I'm in my red thing. Got it. When do we it's get not a red it's thing? Not, I'm sorry. It's not Lucas's fault. No, I didn't say it was his fault. I was just prefacing with when do what we get actually happened. Yes, Finn, it was all my fault. Oh my god. You Lucas, guys are it's not your alien fault. to me. It's okay, I don't buddy. Know. Do we get a red thing? I feel like we deserve it. I, I feel like if we beat thing. our pillar, we get a red thing. He's the first one to beat his pillar, so we got a red thing. The precedent has been set. If it's different, then fuck if I know. Maybe we're all Power Rangers. You want to be the green one? No, I want to be the pink one. Okay, then. Hopefully you're the pink one. <laughs> no, I want to be the yellow one. Anyway, hey, Dan. <laughs> Long time no see. How long has Power it been? Power Rangers. Is that like a supercharged? Actually, I need to explain what's happening on that. So the red energy, whenever you guys touch the, the Mindscape Orb, it sent a jolt of power through our entire system. And now we our communication systems are just pulsating at, at an uncontrollable rate. So we're trying to do damage control right now. We've tried to eject the power, but it's, for some reason, these things are almost powering to where they're self-sufficient. So one of the bases that we had in communications has already gotten raided. But it's only been a week, so we, we got to figure out how to do that. But as far as it goes right now, you guys have just been through a lot. So you guys can be around the Rebellion base. I would not go outside of the Rebellion base to do anything. But we're as far as it goes right now, we're just kind of on standby until we get direct orders on what to do. Is there anyone we should talk to? I mean, if you guys want to, you guys can talk to me about like what, what, what the hell happened. I mean, I was gone for a couple of hours. I know it's not your guys' fault or anything like that, but like what happened? Like, did something happen beforehand or? Mikey sent us into the Mindscape and then did you guys meet God? I met Mo. Mo? Yes, the Matron of Wisdom. That's that's right. Did a Matron of Wisdom. Did you meet anyone before that that might have like oh, yeah. flaming yellow eyes? Yeah, they yep. just said interesting. You're not a part of one of those weird cults, are you? Because we get a lot life. of talk of like missionaries that come on by seeking of like, oh, the matron of wisdom is coming to save. Like, where do they come from? Don't know. We don't ever allow them into the city. The, the one thing the capital is actually good about is not combining church and state. Cool. That may actually be a good place to start. Yeah, I was about to if say. If they're having prophecies about it. If, um, so, so they're from outside. So the rebellion base has no information on anything about the matron? I mean, we have books and old texts, but uh, they're locked away in the capital. So, like, you would have to go into, like, a vault where they keep all these original texts from, like, ancient beings. And I don't, I don't think we would even have anything on the matron. I think that that is within another kingdom, I would say. Quite. 
west. Far, farther away, but I mean, <laughs> as far as that goes, there's not really much information about these major. I mean, the only thing that we can get from this is like from the land masses that formed from battles before. It, it it's what is said in their religion that created like the mountains and what gave us the blue energy and what gave us where. So mountains aren't created by like the clashing of tectonic plates that the gods did that. What are tectonic plates? Oh dear Jesus um, Christ! It's a thing from Earth. Never mind. It probably doesn't correlate. Um, so you guys met the matron of wisdom? No. So we met the matron. So she exists. Oh, God's... Was ours of truth, though? Or was it the same? Uh, the, truth, the truth is important. <laughs> Long story short. She Can we meet with one of the disciples? I mean, they're not here. The, no, none of them live here. Like next time they swing by. Yeah, next time they swing by. Yeah, over. for sure. We'll say like, "Hey, we got <laughs> some. We got some people who are interested," and then they'll probably read you a fucking pamphlet or something, like they usually <laughs> do. But <laughs> okay, okay. Well, yeah. So we met with some extra dimensional being in a realm that doesn't even correlate or I can barely fathom in my own brain. And he was cool. He said we were interesting, which seems to be you know commonplace. So sorry. So, sorry what? I was gonna say sorry for blowing up your guys' system. It's not your Lucas, fault. Lucas, it wasn't your fault. Yeah, that isn't I mean <laughs> You're good, you, bud. Uh, yeah, no, it isn't. It isn't your fault because you don't even know what happened. Yeah, okay. Oh. No, but like actually, yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not. I was say that, that sounded a little like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was like more Finn energy. Where did that come from? <laughs> so you guys just saw the matron. The only reason I'm asking is because I'm an atheist. I don't believe in well, all that no, stuff. No, we, we talked to her. We did. I don't know. You guys. We, we did. did not see we, each other. We, also we talked did. to her. We were separated. How are you guys doing? We, I, I, what happened to you guys? What happened to you guys? Oh, this is going to be something. He just gestures to Ariana. We can go first. We saw you die a lot. Which time? Uh, 48 times. 40, 48 times. Oh, Wait. how was that? Uh, I know what all of your insides look like. Mm -hmm. They don't just change depending on my changeling form? <laughs> Not in that realm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brennan's face just looks over at me like... You said 48 times, and I looked at Brennan, I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> sorry, go on. Did Was your guys' matron a different person? Someone close to you? No. I don't think so. Who did she appear as? Just a woman. We actually, I don't even think we could really see her. No, she was just a disembodied voice. We, yeah, we were in like white, and all we could see is white. You guys seen Spongebob? <laughs> I have an insight <laughs> check. <laughs> referencing the fucking squid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch Spongebob as a child. That is 18 plus 3, 21. In insight check. I'm just making sure. You don't believe Lucas? How <laughs> dare you, first uh, of all. Lieutenant Dan says, did you guys go to Egbert's Cafe? Yesterday. Or did you guys week, get the special seasoning? <laughs> Hell yeah, I did. But that does not have anything to do not with... Not all of us did. Who did? Wait. I'm just wondering because like that, that shit is like, it's good for every once in a while, but like, don't go there every morning. Trust me, sir. <laughs> I'm I'm familiar. We're chilling. It had nothing to do with... So that doesn't, this isn't like a hallucination no, type thing? No. That so had worn off. Why are you guys like competing for information right now? We should like... We didn't end up in the same place. We were split what, up. What do you mean competing? We're asking we're questions. We're just telling. Uh, Lucas and you get... Uh, sorry. It just seems like you guys are being selective with information. It's like, we need to know like what's happening. <laughs> now you want to know the whole story? I, I would. Yeah. Because like my whole, my whole like belief of... <laughs> At an afterlife. We said the name. <laughs> <laughs> so was it like, was it like a paradise or was it? So this is what went down. We were in what was, it was like, first we went into a room 
that had a bunch of different corridors. And me and Lucas, we went to a couple of different corridors until we found this empty room with nothing but a white light. And Lucas got... Lucas is signing all of this. <laughs> I got you. By the way. For deaf listeners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're sending out the braille later. <laughs> Holy shit. And me and Lucas got sucked into the white light. And then this lady's voice appears. And she tells us... Um, we're going to go through these trials, basically. And uh, she put us through one on trying to protect both of them. And it, she was just trying to get our experience up on fighting. And so you guys died about 48 times before we saved you completely from... Hey, it's, it's well, less that's than 50. Comforting. So you guys did it at least, right? Yeah. And then the second one was we had to find a way to... Um, the second trial to get to these... Two towers, like, one for like, each of us. Like Lord of the Rings? Kind of. Like, like, we're, like, like uh, New York like, City 2001? Uh, oh, but the reverse. <laughs> yeah, everything else was on fire, but those were the only two buildings standing. Two towers, yeah. Bro, fucked up. Keep going. What? <laughs> okay. And so me and Lucas had to make it to a consecutive building, so we had to help each other out, and we had to survive these raiders that were chasing after us, and it took us, I think, Four times that time? Yeah, like five. Yeah. Six. I think it was six. And then we the probably next... could have trimmed a couple down, but... <laughs> we don't need to mention what happened. Okay. <laughs> not going to share. No, it's just embarrassing. It's not... Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, For our okay. sake, well, please. I, I... I can tell you... Uh, so, we thought she had mentioned doing something unorthodox. So, I said, maybe we can fly. And so we, <laughs> we jumped off the building and we could not fly. That, that's it. That's the story. Okay. Lucas, do you have any corrections to that? She jumped off first. Did you oh, follow? he was pushed. Oh, he, he was, was pushed. pushed. That's right. Okay. Well, um, I know uh, how I died. You know how you died? I do now. We're not done with our story. Yeah, Can we you wait done. your turn? We have one more trial. You're not done? No. What? All did you guys... Okay, continue. Sorry. Okay. I didn't. I had no clue. Last trial, we had to protect <laughs> this girl from the guy that had killed you like 48 times and like a whole mob of people. So first time, we tried to put her up a tree. Yeah, that didn't work out. They lit the trees on fire. <laughs> <laughs> they were ash trees. Quite literally. Um, and then uh, the second time. Okay, Dan, they, they did not have any of Egbert's special sauce at all. No, I'm just listening because this is sounding like purgatory no way to get to trials so there's more i just wanted to i just wanted to reiterate we both had it they did not continue yep okay so um then the second time we asked her where did you come from so she led us out into the forest and we stumbled upon a candy cottage and uh, (laughs) we looked around to make sure no one was there no one was there it was her house and she said that me and lucas were her parents and so we went down we hid in the cellar just to get away from like the mob of people whatever oh yeah that's that's coming next and so they went downstairs and then I went upstairs to, you know, check everything out, lock all the doors and stuff like that. There was this tiny fucking dancing nutcracker, whatever. Uh-oh. He creeped me the fuck out and I didn't want him to be the one to kill one of us because I've seen them die 48 times. I know there's like so many different ways that people could fucking die. There's more than that, but yeah. Yeah. But so I'm like, here, Lucas, fucking break it. And then he was like, little girl, is it okay if I break this? And she said, no. And then he broke it anyways. In front of her. <laughs> and then this little boy came, pretending to be the police. He oozed through the ceiling. Yeah, he did ooze through the ceiling. <laughs> and uh, he... he. Um, well, let me just note, really, this is Brennan talking. This isn't even Lieutenant Dan. This is Brennan talking. 
You wonder <laughs> why I'm the lead DM. Right. What the fuck? It was for a reason, and continue. it was a valid okay, reason. Okay, 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 continue. Let, him, continue. Yeah, let this yeah, man yeah. cook. <laughs> and then the boy exploded, like in sixteen, like whatever. After saying we were his parents again. Yeah, yeah, because it was her brother, and he exploded. And then she told us that he sometimes does that, and <laughs> what? <laughs> like it was part of she doesn't or do that. And why? I don't fucking know. Because she was a girl. Because <laughs> no, she's not older. No, because she said oh. it wasn't a dude thing. Remember? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so then I wanted to make sure no one heard the exploding boy. <laughs> and uh, I went upstairs to look out the window, and there was a circus out the window. <laughs> what? So we got a bucket of candy. We took the girl and went to leave, and then we passed. And now we're here. I think, right? She said, "Yeah." The lesson that she said was. Of that, there's going to be weird things in this new place, and we need to know how to adapt and just go with the flow sometimes. Uh huh. So it makes sense. <laughs> Very trippy. I'm okay. so glad to see you guys in one piece for once. Yeah. That's our story. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. Well, ours was not like that at all. Yeah. So our matrons, matron, showed herself in different forms. So I saw my father. I saw my. Her name was Emmy, a caretaker. Yes. Then we were given a riddle and that would help us. There was... Long story short, the God wanted us to be more truthful because the truth will set us free. Yes. And so to do that, I had to... Uh, essentially, my dad was there. He was a statue and then started some psychic incursion on my brain. And the only way to defeat them was to tell the truth. And so during that, I... Found out how I died and have a lot of memories back. My statue was... Oh yeah, my dad shot me. That was how I died. My statue was Ricardo Rojas, who was the person that made me choose shooting my sister, shooting myself. Um, and I had to face that situation and face that truth. Yep. There were no candy cane, rainbow, sunshine, trees, and ours. Nope. There were no rainbows. There was a lot of... Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of red and black words. water and... Mm -hmm. Big red button. Big red button. Cotton cream, concrete, gymnasium. Cotton can, cotton candy Concrete, cream. Yeah. gymnasium. Concrete. There was a hug, but no, we're not going to touch on the hug. There was not a hug. Finn hugged me. <sighs> There was not a hug. Finn, I'm proud of you. There was no hug. Finn Don't be panicked proud. and Finn hugged me. There was no panic. It was strategic. For sure. <sighs> you just see Lieutenant Dan staring at all you guys, waiting for like the next thing. Oh, what you guys are. He's just sitting down like a, a kid, like listening to somebody give story time. He's like, <gasps> so, and then he like looks towards Ophelia and he goes, is Finn passive aggressive still? I think that's just his nature. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. Um, that's a lot. So I kind of give you guys the rundown of like what happened within the week that you guys were here, but there was some... Wait, a week? Yeah. You guys were out for a week. Oh. Within that week, you guys... I fold up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't flip me. Uh, I feel like we're... <laughs> I mean, you guys' readings were weird because by all instances, you guys were dead. Oh, again. That's fun. <clears throat> it's the remix. Like, of what we would deem dead. Like the state of losing consciousness. But your guys' sigils, they almost put you on... 
you I guys weren't you guys weren't conscious at that point. You guys were just the sigil. And then you guys eventually develop consciousness again, but it was like two or three days after the fact. It was it's a medical miracle that you guys are even alive right now. I mean well, usually you don't we de- say usually we deem people dead after twenty to thirty minutes of loss of consciousness. I kind of tap Ariana on the shoulder and say, Can't unplug this one. <laughs> and she laughs because she gets it. <laughs> Inside jokes. Lucas Love to be a part of one to one laugh day. with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I had cancer. Don't we all? And you got shot? Yeah. Wait, Finn first. I'm sorry that happened. Thanks, buddy. You don't have to be sorry. You just you had want it. a hug? I, like I, another one? If, if I... <laughs> another one? I... I <laughs> just like... I am not a huggy person. Mm. Physical touch is not a love language of mine. What is? Ariana reaches out <laughs> and just pokes his shoulder and keeps it there. And she's like, you got it, buddy. We talked about this. Three seconds. Two. One. She puts her hand down real quick. Thank you. Yes. Cancer shot from my father. Pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Any other questions? Do you want to talk about it or no? Sorry, I don't mean to push. I just like don't want to like. You are free to ask questions. I am just like skating past. I don't want you to hold no grudges against me. You know what I'm saying, man? uh, That's very grown up of you. Thank you. I not in a fucking hospital. I hate peace places like this. Continue, Dan. Sorry. Yeah, Dan. We hate these places. <laughs> do, do we want to go somewhere more comfortable? Can like, we? Can we go to like our house? Do you want to go to the, the house? house? Yeah, let's go to the crib. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna leave hers in. <laughs> I'm gonna like layer it. So it's like, <laughs> gonna be you. Yeah. All right, we Batman fast travel, and now GLD3 is going to walk in behind you guys, close the door, and then he's gonna lay down and he's gonna throw his backpack and he's gonna go, Oh, my back feels so much better. I mean, it's not all the way well, but it, it's getting there. <sighs> okay, um, does anyone want anything to drink? I was just about to offer. I'll help you. Ariana walks into the kitchen. <laughs> I will grab the cups. Where she belongs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any IPAs? Huh? You I- know, IPAs? You know you what Impaleo? <clears throat> no, IPAs. Yeah, any Impaleo. What are IPAs for you? Yeah, what the fuck is an IPA here? Damn, I thought you guys were going to come up with some fantasy bullshit. Ingu- like, yes! Iguana pussy. <laughs> Ale. Asshole. Ale. Oh, shit. <laughs> You said well, iguana pussy ale. Iguana <laughs> pussy ale. I yeah yeah. It's a iguana pussy ale. Mm, how know? exotic! What's your favorite brand? We call it Igussi. Ariana, you can make the shit. I don't care. I lost care. <laughs> Ariana goes and oh, hopes. Oh, you were asking about my favorite brand, uh, Iguana's Mama. That that's my favorite. I want to slap you. I just. Uh. <laughs> That's a pretty good brand, I hear. Yep, it's my favorite. Ariana starts to pour it, and it's like a thick... (laughs) It's It's sludge. Yeah. It's the mud from Shrek. And it's coming out so slowly, and she's just trying not to throw Uh, up. It's like chewable. There's a slug in it. Oh, it's like like, the first drink you can chew. (laughs) She hands it to him. It's like a smoker's cough. Mm. But it's like... Yeah. It's white and mucusy. Naturally. Oh, no. 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 Exactly that. Well, that's a real drink. It's a smoker's cough. It has mayo in it. Yeah, dude. It tastes like strawberries and rainbows. That's what that shit tastes like. (laughs) Yeah, he goes all like Mm. that. And then he he takes it and he drinks about half of it. And then he's got like a mustache that he's just not wiping away. And he sits down on the table and he's like, What a Sigma. Oh, that was. 
much needed. You guys want some? I think um, I'd rather die again. I'm good. Again. Again, again. Third time's the charm, I Out guess. of curiosity, Ariana walks over, <laughs> sticks her pinky in it, and tries it, and she looks at the group. Actually, not that bad. <laughs> okay, hold on. I looked up a smoker's cough. What the fuck? Right. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> A spoonful of mayonnaise and fucking Jägermeister. <laughs> 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 I have to try this now. We didn't oh. say it was a good drink. Oh, God. That's, that's hardly a, that's hardly a drink. That's a shot. That's yeah. Good. Concrete mixer's pretty bad, too. Oh, yeah. How the fuck do you know those? Party's hardy, bro. <laughs> I feel like Aaron's lived a life I don't know about. Apparently. I've never had one. I've seen them all on TikTok. Oh. Uh, yeah. TikTok. You're on random drink TikTok? Yep. Okay. There it is. Anyways, continuing. <laughs> okay, so we have our drinks. <laughs> Drink, I'm drinking water. I'm drinking Powerade with a zero. What color? I don't know. You're making it. Okay. Blue. Good choice. I think that was the only option. Blue Powerade. <laughs> hands it. Thanks. Lucas, what did you say? Water? Yeah. Good boy. Thanks. She makes water. Hands it. Ophelia. Do you have Voss? Are we really going to be picky right now? I drink disgusting tap water. <laughs> He's so bougie. Ophelia. I will take tea. Sweet or unsweet? <laughs> Sweet, please. Okay, it matters. It does. <laughs> she pours a sweet tea. There's no such thing as unsweet tea. Ariana makes herself an Arnold Palmer because it's superior. So I think we should investigate this Mo thing. I do too, but also we've wasted, we've lost a week. Yeah, but let's bring that into perspective. We also real gained quick. six months from the beginning. No, I know we, we're still mm. at a you know time is time though. Yeah, it goes away really quickly. Okay, so yeah, we went through some trauma. You guys also sound like you went through some traumatic things. Other than us fucking up the compound, is there any additional fronts that we've gained in regards to our pillars or anything towards the capital, or has it just been damage control? It's just been damage control. It's not looking too good and i'm assuming they're they're trying to just get things under control but i don't know those beacons that they're just emitting and pulsating energy out are like pinpointing exactly where these places are so dissipating that power just like whenever we went to the compound it's easy to take out hard to start back up we would have to take out all of our reserves to be able to i don't know how hope is going to get it to where the the capital can't see that but also stay into communications with our front or else the, the, our invisibility goes, so I don't, I don't know. So, I mean, even me as a general, I don't know. So we should go talk to Hope and see if we can help because we can't, we, we can't talk to Hope right now because she's busy. Okay, so we can't be helpful in that front at all. I mean, my orders were to stand by. They were going to need us, but you guys were asleep by the time that they needed us. So I was just told to stay here with you guys and to let them know as soon as you guys woke up and uh, somebody would come and get me once I sent that signal over. I already sent the signal over whenever we were on our way here and now we're just waiting. They know where we're at. They, they'll come and get us if they need us. Okay. So it looks like we can't go investigate this uh, matron thing, this Mo thing until this is all situated because we can't leave and that's apparently in another country we don't know when disciples are going to come so they said they have old texts that might be helpful in this situation right dan they're in ancient vaults in the capital oh in the capital i never mind i mean we could find them once we overthrow the capital but i mean oh yeah but that's that's yeah i'm just thinking about what we can do right now to be helpful has anyone gone missing is there anything like is there anything at all that we could be doing what's mikey up to after the explosion rebuilding his lab or is, did he live is riptar okay from what i know mikey was really 
distraught. Mikey has this complex about him where he thinks that his value comes from him knowing everything. He's supposed to be the smart one. He's supposed to be the person that that is supposed to be the foremost expert in all this type of stuff. And he's been secluded away under the orders of hope, not saying that it was his fault or anything. He's been secluded away trying to fix this problem of how to get the comms to stop sending out this burst of energy, trying to analyze the red energy. I mean, he's trying to figure that out, but he's taking it really hard on himself oh, okay well what do you guys think then because I, I i mean time is it sorry what time is it in game so i would say it's probably around like 6 p.m well i don't know how you guys are feeling i'm feeling a little stiff so i'm gonna go to the training area that dirt area see if i can <laughs> do some stretching calisthenics stuff like that that's all i can think to do or you can come with me if you want ariana joins what kind of tech do you guys got in our house do you guys have any tech at all, like a computer? Do you know what that is? Hey, you got games. Oh, I don't know what a computer is, but I mean, if you're talking about technology as far as like what, are you talking about like weapons? I'm trying or? to find information. I mean, if you're trying to look up stuff about the matron, it won't have anything there. Nothing at all? What, what kind of information would the library have? I mean, it would have maybe some stuff over weapons, combat guides. Um, wait, 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 wait. I'm getting a... I'm getting, and what you can, like, see is, like, a pager um, hit Lieutenant Dance. He goes, uh, we, we need to go. We need to go to, we need to go to Hope's office. Uh, all right. I, okay. Scratch that. Cool. <laughs> yep, never mind. Let's go. Okay. So, then we Batman fast travel. <laughs> you guys get to Hope's office, and all of a sudden you see this board that is going just absolutely haywire and it has like a whole bunch it looks like a map of the capital but like there's lights going haywire everywhere and you see hope that she's really really stressed out and she as soon as lieutenant dan opens up the door you see her in like a fit of rage go it isn't fucking working there isn't there's nothing that is <laughs> there's nothing that's working here we tried every fucking solution i don't know what to do i don't know what the fuck and then she takes her hands and she swipes across her desk throwing everything and then she turns around and then puts her hands in her face and she goes i just i just i just i, I, don't, I don't i don't i don't i don't know i don't ariana <clears throat> walks over and puts her hands on either like shoulder of hope and just stands there kind of like being there for her instinctively because she didn't really see you guys come in she she just goes to like hug you and she just kind of starts weeping and sobbing a little bit and i hold her there she goes i yeah i just i i don't i, do, I don't know what to do i i don't and you said ariana does what so i'm just holding her i look over to the others like help me i'm sure everything's going to be okay what's going on it's been a couple hours we had nobody can get any communication with mikey i'm about to just go over there myself and fi figure it out if you guys want to come with me come if not then just chill out here I, I i'm sorry i don't mean to be pushy but if you guys want to come cool. let's just if go not. let's all go so many batman <laughs> transitions women am i right yeah <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys go into mikey's uh workshop and hope is is walking with just straight purpose at this point towards mikey and then she bangs on the door to mikey's place and she goes mikey mikey 
Mikey, this isn't the fucking time. Come on. Mikey, open up. I'm about to open the, up the door. Five, four, three. Fuck this. And then she just kicks open the door to where she walks in and she goes, what the fuck? And nobody's in there. Pull out my stuff. And Hope looks around and she goes, Dan? And from the hallway you hear, yeah. And then she goes, did Mikey tell you he was going anywhere? And then he goes, no, I haven't seen him in like two, three days. And is, is he not there? And then she goes, oh, 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 fuck. Oh, oh my God. Pull up, pull up the security feed now. Dan, pull up the security feed now. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going. Get, just give me a minute. And so you see Dan come in and he's like typing on Mikey's computer and then all of a sudden you see this hologram of Mikey frustrated over calculations and has the same kind of tirade as Hope and then he goes out of his room and then you start to see it zoom out from this hologram of where he once was and it starts to show him going through the sewers and then Dan with like his hand over his mouth he goes he he didn't. You told him not to. And she goes, I, I know that I told him not to go, but I guess he doesn't fucking listen. Go where? He went to the central substation. Okay, well, it sounds like we need to go there. I agree. Let's fucking... Okay, let's go. Okay, so you guys start making your way to the substation. Uh, we're going to have like just a little walk and talk on our way there. And Hope isn't really saying anything. And Dan is like picking at his fingernails because he's just worried at this point. Okay, we're, we're going to get them. We just need to know what we need to know. What is the central substation? What does it look like? What are we going to be running into? Do we know anything? Uh, central substation is just a big, big power station that has fueled blue energy throughout this. The, the sewers are a maze. So we planted one in just a random position that was in, it was in prime position to power everything else. So with that, we, we, we set it up there. We, we carved out a whole fucking workstation there and it's guarded by guards and everything, which is how we got the communication that the substation was overloaded in the first place. Mikey wanted to go there at first, but we told him no because the, the signal that I was emitting was big enough to where eventually these concrete walls are not going to hold in this signal. Like eventually it's going to be found. We needed to find a way to to somehow leak out the energy. So we, we told him not to go, but I, I guess he's going now. I, okay. Dan, do you have that staff, the pike? Yes, yes. Can you hand it to Lucas? Yes, sure. And Dan then gives the pike to Lucas. L Lucas grabs it. What am I supposed to do with this? Just hold on for a second. I just want to see if anything happens. Dan, do you need my club? <laughs> I'm good, buddy. Suits yourself or something. I, I appreciate the gesture, you know. It, it does. And as soon as he says that, you see this staff turn red, but it's not blowing up. It's not like being overloaded with energy. It's just maintaining its course. I have a lightsaber. The blade can turn into whatever you want it to, by the way. Do you turn it into a big club? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... Oh, okay. What, what what did you want to do with this science experiment? Like, what, what, well, what was I you... just because I mean, I definitely wouldn't be able to imbue magic into it, and he had the red energy, so I didn't know if it would be more potent in his hands. I was just seeing if it would work. It's just a theory that I had. Yeah, we might be able to use it as a conduit to channel the energy. If it can channel his energy and he overloaded the system, we might be able to help undo it. That's actually not a bad idea. Hey, Hope. And she doesn't say anything. She just keeps walking. And he goes, hey, slow, slow down. And then you guys start walking forward too with her. He looks at you and he goes, yeah, yeah, that, that's a good idea. Just, just keep that in mind for right now. Um, we'll... Um, we just need to find Mikey right now. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, Mikey is so. the priority. And then if we have the ability to do that, we will try something. But I think we can track him down. Can you pull up any cameras from the substation? Do you guys have that? Or do you need to be within a range? How does that work? No, I'm, I'm wired in... Uh, 
I'm wired indirectly, so I'm I'm able to see the security footage in, but I'm only able to see where his glove is right now. It's going towards the substitute. We're just following the same path that he is, seeing if we can, you know. Okay. Then let's pick up the pace. Yeah. yeah. You think? Yeah. So you guys then wait. Is there anybody who wants to ask any more questions or speak? No, I'm good. No. Okay. So uh, we Batman fast travel. <laughs> Uh, you guys are like a couple of feet away from the substation and you can hear tinkering and shit like that um, going on in the background. Um, yeah. uh, Probably wanted me to make noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Dan then um, walks up to you guys and stops you guys right before you guys enter while Hope continues learning. He goes like, hey, just, just know that like stay back if anything gets hairy or anything like that. I don't think he'll fight us or anything like that. I just think that he is just feeling an overwhelming amount of just guilt right now. So just, just stay back. There's no reason to pile on or anything like that. I, Look, I understand that you're really, I just, I'm, I'm looking no, I'm, at you, Finn, for just because I know that your relationship with him is hairy. Just, no, it's fine. He's, he's very important to this entire thing. I get that. I'm not, I'm looking for a general because the last time you said a general wouldn't show up, there was one. If this is emitting a signal, we need to be setting a perimeter if you guys are going to go in alone. Okay. Yeah. Um, here, yeah, you guys set up a perimeter on the outside here, and I'll, I'll go in to talk to, uh, talk, we'll talk to Mikey, okay? So, as soon as you guys kind of depart ways and split off, you hear this metal clinking throughout the end of the substation, and Dan and Hope stop. And you see this little ball circle around, like it's one of those, like, uh, firecrackers that spin on the ground really, really fast. And then, with Mikey sitting on top of the substation, all you see is Mikey go, whatever Mikey says, to say, oh shit. Jinkies. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Mm, unexpected. And an explosion hits the substation, and you guys obviously have your attention pulled away from there and now looking at that. From there, everything is settling and whatnot, and then you see giant wings come from the hole from this blast. You guys see Azrael. You see Hope get mad and start to run towards him, and then GLD3, in an unexpected feat, like as fast as like you could perceive, runs up to Hope and then tackles her to the side to where she can't be seen by Asriel, what do you guys do? Where's Mikey? Mikey's right in front of Asriel. Okay, so Asriel sees him. Yeah. Ooh. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do kind of what GLG3 did, and I'm going to try and throw whoever's close to me into the shadows. So I don't know who Ophelia's is. Ophelia's automatically going to put up, so. and she's going to hide in the shadows. Um, but I'm going to throw them in the shadows, and I'm going to run up beside Mikey. Lucas I'm going to volunteer to get thrown. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you run up there to get Mikey, GLD3 uses one of his illusion constructs and then binds you to yourself to where you can't move and then pulls you to uh, you and Hope and then he looks at you and he says, what the fuck are you doing? Getting Mikey. He's our priority. You said that. And then as soon as he, you say that, he takes another part of the constructs and covers your mouth with it. Lucas is going to go try to get Mikey. Oh, Lord. <laughs> My training has trained me for this. I no longer fear death. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lucas <laughs> walks out. Walks out spear in hand. Lucas, get back here. No, remember our training? Well, so the distance. So the di <laughs> you stay over there and hide. I'll get him from the front. I mean, I mean that that would be what the training told him. <laughs> hey, Asriel. <laughs> 
Sneaky damage. Well, Azure, before you say that, because you're walking yeah. up to him, right? Yeah. So before you say that, you see Azrael like swoop down, and GLD three sees you like walking up to there, and then he's he's motioning for you to get out of the way, and then you see Azrael then flies to Mikey, and then he grabs Mikey by the neck, and he says, "So you're the you're the little engineer, aren't you?" Wait, did I get stopped, or am I just watching this as I walk up? You're watching this as you walk up. Badass. <laughs> Perhaps. And then wanting to get a reaction out of you, Ezreal goes, obviously you didn't do too well, did you? <laughs> Perhaps. And he's like stringing his arm and he goes like, why don't you just tell me where this power is being routed? I saw that you cut out the power. I saw that you stopped the energy from floating to where it needs to go. Where's it leading to? <laughs> why don't you fuck off? I was hoping you said Fuck off. Excuse me? <laughs> By my calculations, you could suck my dick. <laughs> And then he crushes Mikey's windpipe. Mikey then falls to the floor as he's crawling away. Asriel is saying, with his like rant, he just keeps stomping on Mikey's legs to get away. And he's just like, I'm getting so fucking sick and tired of you guys thinking that you can do whatever you want in my fucking city. So I'm going to ask you one more time. And you could just say it in your mind because I know what you're thinking right now. Where is your fucking base? No words, no words. That's great. That's fucking great. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, mm, fuck! And then he rips Mikey in half. Before you guys could do anything, Lucas is walking forward, and this is all happening within a split second. Lieutenant Dan is almost bracing for impact, and then hope explodes with this purple energy. I have a question. What? So I thought I was all in a split second. Was he talking like super fast? <laughs> No, no, no. What I'm saying is that, like, you were walking up, but while you were walking up, he was doing his dialogue, and then, um... What? So should have ran. <laughs> and then, like, her, once she sees him rip Mikey apart, she then explodes with this purple energy. And it knocks Lieutenant Dan, Finn, and Lucas back. And it breaks Lieutenant Dan's constructs. You see Hope start to levitate. And then she looks towards Dan and she says, Let them know that the final act is coming. And then she teleports you guys back to the base. The last thing you guys see before she teleports you guys to the base is that she Superman charges Asriel and it busts through the floor. And she's now duking it out with Asriel. And then Dan, whenever he's teleporting, he goes, No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Um, I, I, um, I, I need I need the generals. Um, um are are you guys okay? We're fine. We're, is Mikey here, or did he get did he not get teleported? That's a crane question. Sorry, did he get teleported? Oh too? no, Mikey's dead. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. No, Mikey's just. Your son is a son. Yeah, he got teleported with you. He's just retired. Well, I know. I, I, I didn't know if his body got teleported or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, is his body or, with us? Because for as much as Finn knows, Finn thinks he's still a robot. Yeah, let's just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mikey did get teleported with you guys, but. The two halves of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Finn, can you heal him? I try. I, I was going to run over there and I'm going to try and put it together and do a healing word. I know it does nothing, but it's fine. I'm trying. I, I put all of my healing light into him. I try and channel whatever being is above me, and I just try and put the pieces back together. Yeah, drag his legs up to his body. <laughs> he ain't got no leg. <laughs> Damn. It's your, it's your decision. Do you want Mikey to have final words? Uh, nah. Nothing happens. I, I, was, I was just like, you don't get to die yet. This isn't your time. And he kind of just sits back after like 
a minute of trying to scrape them together. His hands covered in blood and viscera. <sighs> God damn it. All right, let's get let's get the what what can we do? Dan doesn't even respond. Dan is like going on his club trying to contact any and all the generals but it, it, there's just no connection. He goes, "Fuck. I I need to um we need to wrangle all the generals um and then you hear out of the distance uh oh and then Gilby runs up to the group and Lieutenant Dan looks towards Gilby with like tears in his eyes and he can't really like look him straight in the face and he goes "Uh, hey big guy um so um Mikey Mikey's gone um I uh hope oh where did he go no no I don't think you understand Mikey's Mikey's dead and he points towards the corpse and then Gilby turns into serious mode oh who the fuck did this uh Azrael we need to gather the generals. Go get the generals. I'm on it. And you see him, instead of doing the awkward baby kind of run, he just is like fucking tack sprinting. Flint Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs> I was running. I was running. Dan goes, war has started. I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to leave. I need answers for this pain, for the struggle, for the strife. Please let me know. Peace is all I need. Till then, I'm a push. I'm a pull. I'm a fight. Wherever I go, my destiny is near. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll pay whatever the price. Cause all I really know is even in the end, I'ma find a way to live. Even in our afterlife. Thank you for coming to this week's episode of Afterlife. To get the credits started, we have Kane Harrison as Fidelto Pendleton, Aaron Rash as Ophelia Afton, Tyler Waddell as Lucas Gray, Brett Benner as writer and co-DM, Ivan Booth as campaign supervisor and writer, Harvey A. Cook as art director and lead animator. If you'd like to see more of his work, you can find him at Harvey Likes to Art, theme song and outro song done by Mellow Miles, and myself, Brennan Gifford, as a lead writer, editor, and DM of Afterlife. And we will see you guys next time on July 10th with episode 14. See you guys then.